I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ever wondered if your house is haunted? It's time to say hello to the bump in the night. This October, The Haunted Walk is inviting you to take part in a massive paranormal experiment. The Haunting at Home is an online interactive audio experience you can do right in your own house, in your own apartment, or in a creepy cabin in the woods. This ghostly adventure will challenge you to conduct a series of paranormal experiments in the dark. It's the perfect night of spooky fun if you love ghost stories or enjoy the thrill of trying to contact the other side. Start ghost hunting tonight at hauntedwalk.com slash the haunting. Oh, and don't forget to use our promo code for an additional 20% off. Real hauntings. What's up, everyone? I'm Noah Daniels, and we're here for another episode of the Real Hauntings podcast. Hey, y'all, and I'm JJ. Hey, guys, and I'm Kat. And on this episode, we had a fan reach out to us who had some really spooky stories that we wanted to share with you guys, yeah. especially with it being October. It is spooky season. So our guest today is Aaron. Aaron, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. And Aaron, where are you calling us from? I am in Wayne, West Virginia. I went to college really, well, I don't know exactly where Wayne is. I immediately went to Waynesboro, but that is in Virginia, not West Virginia. But I went to college in Bridgewater, Virginia, near Harrisonburg. So like really okay. the West Virginia border. Oh, okay. We're like almost in Kentucky. I work in oh, Huntington and we're in the state area. So we're like Kentucky, Ohio, West Virginia. Well, I'm sure I drove by your place um, going to and from school. And I, the, I'm originally from Kansas, which is like the opposite of West Virginia because it's very flat. And so I had never yeah. driven through mountains before. And so driving home and going through West Virginia for the first time was terrifying. And I thought the state of West Virginia literally wanted, it was like a sentient being that literally wanted to kill me because I had like <laughs> the worst thing, like couldn't see through my windshield and it all cleared up as soon as I crossed the border. So I don't know. It was it was very spooky. The ghost of West Virginia. <laughs> Are you a big like ghost fan, spooky story fan? Yeah, I am. Me and my mom. Um, I actually talked to her today. She's so excited about this too. But we always do watch that kind of stuff. We were never allowed to watch it growing up. My dad was a pastor, and he was like, "No, we can't watch that stuff." So now we're like, we can do whatever we want to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
So we are interviewing a PK. Is that okay to call you a PK? Yep, that's fine. I don't know why that's so cool to me. It's probably like super lame, but um, I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of like living in a fishbowl. <laughs> yeah. So, Did you have like a rebellious PK phase or were you like a good PK? I was good. My brother kind of did like the rebellious thing, but now we're like the opposite. I actually had a fake nose ring and my brother got so mad about it. Like this was like this year. So like, it's like, I never told him it was fake. <laughs> so Aaron, um, as you know, as a fan, we like to kind of find out where our guests are on the supernatural scale. Zero meaning they don't believe in ghosts at all. 10 ghosts are absolutely real. Where do you kind of fall on that scale? Um, I've been thinking about it a lot. I would say I'm about seven or eight. Um, only because I know what I experienced, especially the one um, at school. I know what I experienced. Um, but I'm more inclined to think that maybe instead of like the, like it's a ghost or whatever, it's more like energy. Like something when somebody passes, it's their energy that kind of yes. sticks around. Yes. You and Kat speak the same language. Energy! <laughs> we would be friends. <laughs> sure. Already are. Love it. That's awesome. Where are we these days on our scale? Noah, where are you? I'm probably at about a six, six to seven, depending on the guest we have. I mean, it can even get up as high as like an eight if they're super convincing. And then usually when I go back to edit, I kind of come back to reality a little bit and settle down about mm -hmm. a six. I was like a solid five, but then after our interview with my brother, he kind of knocked me down to maybe like a four, I'd say, uh, which means that he influences me. <laughs> it's true. Kat, That's where okay. are you these days? I, so if the scale is like, is it like the spirit and ghost of a person? I'm, I think I'm actually lower. I might be like three now, but what? if it's, okay, but if it's a scale of like, our perception of this energy that is left behind, I'm like a seven or eight. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Does it, JJ? Yeah. And that includes right. like sensory perception, it. visual perception, auditory perception. Like I'm going on a neuro neurological kind of pathway here. I'm going straight spooky. I I'm saying like a six, like ghosts floating around that look like they have little sheets on their heads with eye hole cut cut out, you know? Yeah. I guess if we're if we're asking ghosts like four or three if we're talking about whether time is an illusion and if that fucks with us in weird ways then like i'm a i'm a seven so we basically you can make up whatever scale you want yeah and then let us know how you feel <laughs> okay well i'm super excited to hear these stories um how old were you when you had your first experience so i would say the first experience was when i lived in pennsylvania um, I believe I was in the 10th grade. I was either 10th or 11th grade. And I did, it was kind of like cyber school, but my school was on DVD. So it was actually kind of cool because I can like fast forward my course. Yeah. <laughs> and nice. I, think, I think it's really funny now because when I went, I went to a, at a secular college. That was very scandalous. Now everybody made fun of me because I'm like, I was like, oh, I didn't really have the high school experience. I was the only one in my class, uh, valedictorian. Now everybody's doing virtual classes. And like, I'm like, oh. they've done that. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. And it's hard. It's really hard. But what happened was I, I did all of my, like, lecture in the morning. And then in the afternoon, I would just work on my homework. So I was sitting at my desk. My teacher wasn't there that day. Um, and then the rest of the students, we did kind of like a one-room schoolhouse type deal. So in my classroom was ninth to 12th grade. And then we didn't have a 12th grader. Like I said, I'm pretty sure I was in the 10th or 11th grade. So nobody else was in the room. I was by myself. And we had like one of those large chunky TVs that I did my stuff on. Mm -hmm. And I'm bending down, I'm doing my homework, and I feel like something's watching me. So I look up in, the, in my TV screen, and there's a man in a, in a trench coat, <gasps> long street with a cowboy hat. 
and he's looking down and all this I'm seeing in the reflection and he's looking down <laughs> and I turn around, flip out, run across the hallway where my friends are. They're like in the ninth grade. And I'm like, oh my God, there was something in the room with me. And my friend immediately goes, did he have a trench coat and a cowboy hat on? And I was like, yes. <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, I see him all the time. Oh my God, I have chill bumps again. <laughs> so just to clarify, this wasn't like a ring situation where like the TV came on and you saw this person. This was like, no. you saw the reflection off of the TV yeah. screen? The TV was off. Okay, cool. And she's in the reflection of it, which the second you said reflection, I was like, okay, Catherine, just look in the mirror, look in the computer screen to challenge yourself. <laughs> I'm scared right now. Did you see anything? No. Okay, good. But there was a moment a second ago where both of us kind of flinched and you looked above my head. I Did you hear something or you just saw us react? I saw you react. Now, I'm in my kitchen and I have like linoleum and my dachshund's walking around. So I don't know if it was like on my end that you heard something. I just heard like a ooh. Ah, stop it. Like, like someone trying to sound like a ghost, like what we do at the end of every episode. And I was yeah. like, this is weird. But also we did have like a, a sick fox outside of our house this morning. Yeah, making this weird is ghostly noises. No, it I thought a dog was just like really sad, like yeah. our neighbor's dog, but it ended up being a really sick fox. There was another sick fox that I just heard. Did you see the sick fox? I didn't. I, I like we just thought it was a dog having like separation anxiety but there's like or a, something. There's like a Facebook group for our little townhouse complex and JJ said someone commented or posted and was like we helped the fox Aww. to a doctor today yeah okay so we just did a recording and an episode it was released yesterday about um a trench coat man yeah tall yeah coat. yeah listen today you heard that one I, I don't remember if she said if he had a hat or not but i'm so remember. i'm so spooked right now because we some a ghost just talked to us jj or a sick box. Um, yeah, I actually listened to that one today. Um, and she she did say it, he didn't wear a hat. Mm. Did not. Okay. Yeah, because I think we asked her if it was the hat man. And she clarified that there was no hat, but she did research the hat man. How many, was it just the one friend that also saw him in the trench coat and the hat? Um, yes, it was only that friend. A couple months later, my mom thought I was crazy. And a couple months later, we actually had um, a sleepover. And the school was in the basement of the fellowship hall. So it's in a basement, so that's even worse. Um, so we had a sleepover. And it was just the same friends from school. And we had the door closed. And we were in my classroom. And there's it was uh, the, a wooden door, but it had a window around it. And we actually seen him walking back and forth through the window. Was this something that was well known with everyone? Like, could it have been a prank that somebody was playing? Or did you guys kind of keep it as a guarded secret? We kind of kept it like in our little friend circle, especially being like the church kids. So we just kind of like kept it in our, in our circle. And we were all in the room when we seen him. And how many people saw him walking through the window? Counting me, it was four. Do you still know these people? Like, do y'all still talk about this? Or does, do they believe what they saw? Or One girl, we call him Zeke because uh, I actually didn't know we weren't supposed to name them until I started listening to this podcast. Um, <laughs> That's exactly what we were fighting about when you signed on. <laughs> so, yes, we, we um, called him Zeke because I thought that was a pretty good cowboy name. I do talk to one friend still that in that group and I actually talked to her about it a couple weeks ago and I was like, Hey, do you remember Zeke? And she's like, Oh my God. Yeah. I haven't thought about him in a long time, but yeah, I do remember him. I'm not sure like where she falls like on that scale, but she's like, yeah, definitely. I do remember that. Were there any kind of like uh, legends about your church slash school about it being haunted or no? Y'all? No. Wow. There was never yeah, like an no. escaped convict who had a trench coat and a cowboy hat that died at the school or anything? Maybe. I haven't heard anything, and I actually did, I hadn't done any research about it either, but uh, my dad said that there's nothing down there, and I'm like, no, but there is. And, <laughs> and 
my mom, she didn't believe me either, but then the next year she was a teacher there and she'd always get there like really super early to do her lessons plans. She would get there really super early and then she heard something down there. Now, benefit of the doubt, my mom is deaf. Um, like she can, she can hear, but she's a hundred percent deaf in one ear and then like hard of hearing in another ear. Mm-hmm. So just throwing that out there. Yeah. She said she heard, she walked out of her classroom because she thought it was a kid playing downstairs. And then she saw Zeke, a man with a cowboy hat and a trench coat walking back and forth from my classroom to the classroom across the hallway. And yeah. then she said, nope. He never went there early again. <laughs> oh my goodness. So when you saw him, like when your mom and your friends saw him, did he kind of look like a ghost or did he look like a, like a full bodied person? When, when I saw him in the reflection and then when I saw him crossing, he looked like a person. It looked like a, a person could have been there. So, I mean, how do you know it wasn't, I mean, what if there really was like a dude in a trench coat and a cowboy hat just kind of like squatting in your church? Reflecting from the TV, like behind her while she was sitting there? Well, I mean, people have reflections too. (laughs) Yeah, but like you were in like a room and she turned around, I'm sure, and there was not a man there. I don't know the layout of the church, But mom did say he was going like really super fast, like inhumanly fast. But again, I don't know. It could have been hype where she was freaked out. And then when you saw him like going through the windows, was he also going like really like just unhumanly fast? No, he was like pacing back and forth. And then we just put a blanket on the window so we couldn't see him anymore. Did it feel unsafe or did you like get any vibes from the experience or was it just kind of something that would happen? I don't remember being like scared of him, like having a bad like juju. I just remember it like just freaked out because there was somebody who's not supposed to be there, there. Yeah. And did it look like he came from a certain era of time? I mean, at least like where we all are, we don't see a ton of people in trench coat and cowboy hats, but maybe in your area you do. I'm not sure. No, I mean, we lived in Amish country, so not really. I mean, I hadn't seen anybody in a trench coat except, like, Columbo, like, <laughs> the TV show. So <laughs> JJ, you were Amish, right? Isn't that your background? Yeah, no. JJ's Amish. <laughs> no, I'm not. Or was not. <laughs> However, I did, uh, the school that I went to really near West Virginia had a lot of Old Order Mennonite, a lot like Amish. So, unrelated to this ghost, would you ever hear, like, the horse and buggies going by at like very strange hours of the night like at 3 a.m or something we actually lived kind of like up on a hill so we were kind of far from the road like our house was so i never heard anything like late at night but i have heard that um the horses know the way home so when the amish people would like go out and get drunk they could just like crawl in the carriage and then the horse will just take him home. Interesting. Aw, good horses. Yeah, I, would, I used to be like up late doing like an all-nighter writing papers. And then at 3 a.m. there'd be like an Amish kid going by and his horse and buggy. I'm like, what are you doing up? But <laughs> Probably yeah. isn't in his girl thinking out being yeah, I feel like, a little bit. Like those Amish kids probably like revolt a lot, like rebel. But anyways, a lot of people, like if they weren't accustomed to that, got really spooked and thought it was a ghost. It was like, no, it's just some Amish teenager. (laughs) JJ, you were even a skeptic back then when your friends would bring up ghosts? I mean, (laughs) I I knew about Amish people, so, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Is it Amish or Mennonites that have like, uh, that, that tend to sell desserts and stuff, or is it both? Both. I mean, Amish are kind of like a, a denomination of Mennonites. Ah, uh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Wait, sell desserts? Don't we? We could all sell desserts. I know, but like Amish people make the best pies. Oh, the best. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, they really. Yeah. How they really do. I, I have had your pies. They're good. Not recently. They're not Amish pies, though. Oh my god! <laughs> Help me on this episode. <laughs> 
So Aaron, I know you said that you didn't research the area, but have you looked online to see if others have experienced a similar type ghost? I didn't. And I actually just thought that Zeke was just kind of like special there. And yeah. And then I was listening to another podcast and this guy just like reads scary stories that people send in and somebody said something. I was actually driving home from work and I have about a 45 minute commute. This person was talking about the hat guy and that's the first time I heard about him and I was like, oh my God. And I immediately called my mom. But other than that, like I haven't actually researched anything. I was kind of too afraid to, because I didn't really want him in my house. (laughs) You don't want to like manifest him back into your life. Well, speaking of ghosts in your house, don't you have a story about a uh, mantle in your home? I do. There's my mantle. So a little bit of backstory. Uh, I'm actually originally from West Virginia and my parents used to flip houses. So in this one house that they had, this mantle was in there and the house was over a hundred years old. And I'm, I believe the mantle came in the house, like whoever built the house brought the mantle with them. So the man, this mantle is over a hundred years old. So when we were going to go to Pennsylvania, we still owned a house here in West Virginia and we left a bunch of our stuff in that house and that mantle was a part of it. When I got married, I moved back to West Virginia. My parents stayed in Pennsylvania. My dad got really sick and moved to Florida. When he passed away in Florida, my mom came back to West Virginia and she had that mantle. And then when she's getting remarried, I was like, please don't get rid of the mantle. I want it. I want it really, really bad. <laughs> so she, she, she gave it to me and it's been right there ever since. It's been there about a year. My morning routine after I got the mantle, it used to be I would get up first. I have a three-year-old. I would get up first, get ready for work, and then I would go, my living room's right here. So I would go in the living room, lay on the couch until like my husband got up. So about 30 minutes and then I would continue getting ready. Well, I would hear footsteps and in my mind still could have been, it was like new mom thing. Cause my son was about, he was about one just learning how to walk. So I was like, Oh my God, Taylor's up. So I would get up and there would be nothing there. Or I would like kind of sleep or be like, have my eyes closed and I would feel like something staring at me. And I was thinking Taylor was up and it wasn't, he was still in bed and asleep. It still could have been the new mom jitters. That's what started. And I've always called them like my mantle things. I don't know if there is something in there. I don't know if it's one or many, but I asked my mom, I was like, did you ever hear anything in the mantle when you had it, when we were kids? And she was like, oh yeah, I heard stuff all the time running around the house. And I was like, what? And she's like, I just always thought it was brother. And I was like, no, no, there's there's something in the mantle. And then um, I have a friend who's a witch and I was like, listen, so there's this thing in my mantle and it's not scaring me. I wasn't scared at all. And um, I was like, so can I like talk to it or is that like a bad thing? And he's like, no, he said, you can talk to it. Just tell it, you know, you can stay here. If you want them to stay there, you can stay there. Just calm down. So like, okay. So I did. I was like, listen, whatever's in here, it's cool. We can live together. It's fine. But I got a baby and I'm a tired mom and you got to be quiet. And you can run around when we're not here. So after that, like everything was like pretty calm. I would still hear them like when I'd go to bed at night and all that thing, it just like footsteps. And then one day my son is about two and he was asleep on the couch and we were in my room. That's my room right there. He's screaming bloody murder. Get away from me, go away, leave me alone, leave me alone, go away. So I got up and walked in the living room and he's sitting up screaming, smacking. And I said, it's me, it's me, calm down. It's okay, it's me, it's mommy. And then he looked behind me and said, well, then who's that? Stop it, oh my God. <laughs> and I got up and nope, and he slept with me. I'm like, nope, I'm out. Did you look behind you? Was there anyone there? I looked behind me and there was nothing there. Uh-huh. What, did he like tell you anything more about what he saw? The next day, 
Uh, well, he lays in, he was laying in bed and he was awake at this point and he was picking his fingernails and I knew he was scared. And so I just kind of like just cuddled him up and I honestly, I just started praying and I was like, listen, this is for him. This is it for me. And he immediately, my son just calmed down. So the next day I was like, Hey, do you remember being scared last night? And he said, yes. And I said, what were you scared about? And he said, I don't want to talk about it. And I was like, but you know, you can talk to me about it. He's like, nope, nope, it was nothing. I don't talk about it. Has he had any more experiences or have you noticed him acting strange around the mantle or anything like that? Not around the mantle, but now he's afraid of his room, but I don't know if that's just like a three-year-old thing. He says there's piggies in there. I don't, but that could just be a little three-year-old kid thing. He doesn't want to sleep in his own room. <laughs> like oink oink piggies? That, that's what he says. That's what it sounds like to me. Oh, that's piggies. awesome. I really hope whatever <laughs> mantle is like a ghost pig and it's babies. And it comes out and plays around at the, at the end of the night. Now, I mean, I don't know about, you know, obviously I don't know what it is that your son saw or anything, but when you've heard these like footsteps coming in that area of the mantle, I mean, have you ever thought like maybe it's like some pests in, inside the wall or... My explanation was always, it, I'm just new mom, jitters, and because it, it, it's really weird because it's, it, I can hear it, but it's more like a feeling in my chest. I know it sounds really weird and it's really hard to explain, but it's more of like a, it's more of a feeling than a hearing, but mm -hmm. I hear it. It's really hard to explain. But after that night, um, it actually was a full moon. Um, I texted my friend again and I was like, whoa, this happened. And he was like, I had stuff happen at my house too. He was like, don't worry about it. It's probably the full moon. And I actually hadn't heard anything since then. So Aaron, do you feel like this mantle, it sounds like it's been in your family for a while. Do you, do you have uh, like a, a sentiment towards that, that you think may be causing um, these spirit interactions or you just, do you think that's completely unrelated to what's going on? When I first brought it to my house, my dad had just passed away and it was just in my immediate family. So at first, like I thought maybe it was just that because my mom heard it too. That was like what was really freaking like, why didn't you tell me that before you said I can have it? Yeah. Well, as, as a listener of our podcast, you know, that's what I won't say stumps us the most, but maybe intrigues us the most when people come on and tell stories and other people experience the same experience they experienced, you know, yeah. once you start stacking numbers on top of these ghost experiences, it becomes a little harder, at least for me to completely deny that person's experience. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily do that anyway, but it makes it more difficult to not believe, you know? Yeah. And like, I'm not usually this on edge during episodes. And when I am, it's like, it really gets me. I just feel like we heard we, we did hear a very creepy whisper. Well, I got close and I said something, and then I don't know if it was like audio reverb, what's the word? But we both heard like whisper, and then our cats have been crazy running around. There's footsteps upstairs. We heard which that is thing. because we have a neighbor who lives above us. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a ghost. Well, and Aaron, I don't know if you heard the episode with JJ's brother, but we've had fans um, emailing us and Instagramming us saying that when JJ and his brother were talking about the alleged ghost that Amanda saw in um, JJ and Kat's home, there was a noise in the podcast that sounded very similar to the noise that was during Amanda's episode. And even Amanda reached out, she clipped it and sent it to us. And she was like, I told you I saw it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Which I, I feel like could be like some weird audio feedback thing going on with our microphones, but like I had never heard it out loud before. Like I, I had only heard it when like, you know, listening back on the podcast and people pointing it out and like telling me like where in the recording it was, um, where this one, we both heard it like pretty loudly. Kat, can you play that on your phone real quick for Aaron, just to let her hear it? I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> I'm so scared. I'm also like really hot. I'm like, is a ghost making me hot? Like what's happening? Getting flustered. Might be nerves. <gasps> okay, here we go. 
this is around 35 minutes, 22 seconds of uh, JJ and his brother Rob's episode. It's just my brain hearing that suggestion and then like feeling it. Yeah. But yeah, it was still like such a, a yeah. Like that. That's interesting because did you hear it? Yeah, I heard it. It sounded like parcel tongue. Yeah. But it could have been me like leaning in, being like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need to go back and pull the video and try to track down where that happens and kind of see where we all are um, when that noise is made. It's crazy. Did, any, did anyone else hear the, that whisper come through during your, your story? I didn't hear it. Um, okay. No, we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to make... Well, I, what I think is interesting is that your roommate says he's been hearing voices in your townhome. Yeah, that is true. Hunter heard some things apparently. We'll have to ask, we'll have to compare notes with him and see like what his, his voices sound like. Now, the other thing, like it is a townhome. We live like wall to wall with neighbors. So like and, if and, you hear voices, it's probably the people on the other side of the wall. And our windows right. are right there to the outdoor walkway and you can hear people talk like so easily right or like foxes yeah <laughs> yeah well and i know you mentioned in your email i believe this was your email that you also had a doppelganger story is that correct oh no i don't know if i can handle it <laughs> it's okay this one's not this one is not as scary as that one okay. um so when i lived down here um me and my cousin like were really really super close and we were going to school together and again it was another one room schoolhouse situation and my dad would pick us all up and then drive us to school every day so one day she was on our school ride to school um she told me she was like so something weird happened last night and I was like okay and she said you were in my room and I was like no I wasn't she said no I was asleep and you were at my doorway and you were in a white nightgown. And she said that she threw the cover back and was like, get into bed. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I just stood there. I wasn't there, but I just stood there. And she was like, Aaron, get into bed. I'm tired. And then she said it didn't move. And then she just put the covers back on and said, all right, then freeze to death. I don't care. And went back to sleep. Oh my gosh, and you don't live with her? No. That's so crazy. And I was not there. I love her because she's just like, okay, get in, get in. Yeah. <laughs> I like, something in your bed. She's like, it was you. And each night it got closer. Wait, she saw it more um, than one night? Yeah, she saw it like three nights. Um, and then one night it was like beside her bed. Like it got closer every night. She told me she only told me. She could have lied. But then our other cousin who doesn't go to school with us or anything like that, she was telling her that she woke up and I was in her bed and looked at her and said, he's coming and then disappeared. <laughs> you have a very creepy alter ego ghost we, that you don't know about. I do. She said, it, she said it looked exactly like me. She said, it was you. I'm so, I'm so scared to go to sleep tonight. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just in general. But it's, I love, I love this. I think. We love your stories. We're not so sure about if we love the whispering noise that happened earlier. JJ's super spooked. I'm always spooked about all the stories. He's perseverating on this spooky noise. <laughs> So, Aaron, how did that make you feel, knowing that there was some kind of doppelganger ghost taking your image and visiting your cousins? I thought that was, like, really weird, especially, see, because cousin one, she thought that maybe my dad couldn't take us to school, so he just dropped me off at their house. And she actually asked her mom, she went, the next morning, she's like, where's Aaron? And she was like, probably getting ready for school. Why? And she's like, no, she was here last night. Um, I don't know. That was really, it was really weird. That was really, that was really strange, but I almost like didn't believe her either. Like, okay, whatever. You were probably just dreaming. Cause we saw each other every day. Yeah. 
Man, I don't know. That's so, pretty if, freaky. I mean, if, if they weren't just like yanking your chain, that is a very uh, creepy, spooky story. Especially yeah. like you. So they claim that you said he is coming, and I mean, did did any one of uh, importance or any ominous person uh, appear <laughs> after that? Not to my knowledge. I've never. I hadn't heard any ever any follow up story on that. Maybe they just made, was like, like the, the rapture in 2020. I don't maybe, know. Maybe they were. They were like, get right because <laughs> he's coming. Maybe these ghosts are not reliable sources of information. <laughs> no, they're liars. Yeah. They're just liars. <laughs> my cousin one, she wouldn't be the one that would like joke about it, but she would probably be the one that like dreamed it and thought it was real. So. I don't know. Yeah, yeah dr dreams are tricky. That whenever that's an element involved with these stories, um, just because I've had like night terrors and stuff, and I know how real that stuff can seem, it it kind of I think makes things a little more confusing with ghost stories. Are you um, afraid to watch the movie Us because of that? Because <laughs> I would... no, I actually I actually did watch Us. Yeah, but now that I think. That is really creepy. <laughs> I didn't actually connect the two. <laughs> Do you own a white nightgown? This is unrelated no. to us. Mm -mm. Okay. And at the time, I mean, I was probably 13, 14 at the time. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. You weren't rocking white nightgowns when you were 13? <laughs> no, probably not. I was, more into the, like the, the silky pajama bottoms. <laughs> I was. My mom always bought us moomoo. I feel like you've talked about that before on the podcast. Somehow I knew that. Yeah. I had a weird dressing childhood. That's not a thing. A weird, oh, what do you call it? I wore, I Yeah. I wore clothes that were weird as a kid. Well, Aaron, did you have any more uh, supernatural experiences or is that pretty much uh, your experiences? Um, one thing that was kind of creepy, when I was in college, I got pulled out of bed. <laughs> that was weird. Aaron, uh, you're so calm about this. You're <laughs> just like, oh, and then I like, yeah, this happened. Yeah, I, I did get pulled out of bed. I was the only one. I was in a single. I was like the only one. My roommate wasn't there. So yeah, that was strange. But that's about it. I, did, could you see like an entity doing this to you or you just like got yanked out they, by some invisible what, force? Whatever it was, they gra it grabbed me by the ankle and slid me out of bed. And I woke up on my butt, like sitting up against my bed. It's like you got hazed by some fraternity ghost or something. Maybe somebody in <laughs> my room and just pulled me out of bed and ran away. What kind of sad person dies and comes back as a fraternity ghost? Like a frat what boy. Just yes, I, that would be awful. Though. Also, JJ, I like how you said comes back as a frat ghost, as in, as if like the ghost dies and then it's like a role-playing game where they're making their own like ghost character. Oh, I'll be a frat you ghost. Would, you would assume they would like grow up and like grow out of that stage unless maybe they died when they were a frat boy but i don't know I no, was, they don't grow out of it no. <laughs> <laughs> i stand corrected <laughs> i don't know what some people do i'm sure some people do <laughs> Well, Aaron, um, we certainly appreciate you coming on the podcast. We will let you know, and our fans listening now know, on October the 24th, we're having a special Halloween spooky October event. We will be releasing more details as we get a little closer to that. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a really cool, awesome live stream show. We've got special guest hosts. We've got special guests. There's going to be games partying, interviews, uh, all the stuff that our Real Haunting fans like and enjoy. And we want to make sure you guys check that out. I and mean, yeah, something to look forward to to celebrate Halloween with hopefully your favorite ghost podcast. Hey, sounds good. There might be ghosts there. I don't know. Yeah, maybe so. There might be a ghost or two. Well, thank you so much, Aaron, for coming on to the podcast. We really appreciate it. And we hope you have a great spooky Halloween.
Good luck with your mantle. Ah! (laughs) Okay, guys. Well, I know you're hearing noises in your home, but hopefully you don't find any cowboy hats tonight when you try to go to sleep. Okay. No. Uh, Except for our extensive collection of cowboy hats (laughs) and trench coats. We actually go to bed wearing cowboy hats, so we're safe, Noah. Cowboy hats and boots. We have night cowboy hats and day cowboy hats. That's right. I know we're all kind of from different parts of the country, but did you guys but did you guys ever go through like a cowboy phase where you wore like boots and jeans and hats? Yeah. JJ, did you really? Yeah. Well, I mean my like I both of my parents grew up on farms. So yeah, definitely. I just can't. I could see Kat doing that because I know it was like trendy there for a while. I mean, I had some too. I, I cannot see all the trends. I can't see JJ wearing a cowboy hat. I only wore them when my dad would like take us fishing. That was the okay. only time I'd wear the cowboy hat. I used to have my own cowboy boots. I My mom got me a pair. Well, she grew up on a farm too, and we rode horses a lot growing up. So she got me my own pair and tried to get me to, well, was successful to get me to wear them to like high school and stuff. So I'm sure I looked really cool because they weren't like the cool cowboy boots. They were like these red boxy looking like show boots. Like it was weird. Like horse girl boots. Stop. (laughs) Not horse girl. Equestrian boots. (laughs) And then, um, my friend gave me her dad's old pair of cowboy boots in college and I mean, I wear like a size 10. I have big feet, so they work. But she, she had this whole system of like, you're supposed to like soak the cowboy boots in water and then wear them around and because it's supposed oh. to mold to your feet or something hmm. like that. But I wore them for a while and I love them. That's cool. But just to be trendy. Yeah. Did you go through a cowboy phase, Noah? I did. Well, you know, I'm originally from Mississippi, so I never really fit into that culture. But especially like in college, I tried to fit in a little bit, you know, so I would wear cowboy boots and jeans. That was kind of like the, the standard uh, clothing option. And my crack letter, crack letter, I, crack letter, crack letter, I. But it didn't last too long. It would, it would rub the leg hair off my leg and leave like a weird, like it just looks really weird. I don't know if JJ, you went through that um, or Kat, if you went through that. No, my cowboy phase ended when I was like six. Okay. (laughs) You were just that little cute kid, like going fishing with big cowboy boots and a cowboy hat. I don't even think I had cowboy boots. I think I had like my tennis shoes and a cowboy hat. (laughs) I wore a cowboy hat when I was at my mom's farm, but I would wear cowboy boots now if I had the right outfit and event to go to. Yeah. I ironically wore a cowboy hat to a rodeo um, when I was in high school. I cheered for the cows, and people did not like that. Getting back to our guest and her story, um, where does the trench coat hat ghost kind of rank with you guys as far as the ghost and paranormal uh, entities we've heard about? That one sounds kind of spooky to me. I mean, it didn't really do anything to scare people, but just the fact that it was lurking around a school full of children, it's like, kind of creepy it's pretty scary but honestly i think it's more likely that there was just an actual person squatting in their church no which is more freaky to me than a ghost i think you're wrong why because they said it was moving at fast speeds and then she's sitting like we are right here watching a movie and she sees the reflection of it behind her what are you going to do if you see a reflection? You turn around and it wasn't there. I mean, th- he could have been like, I, maybe there was like a hallway that he was in the, and the door was open or like a window through the door. And like, if you're squatting somewhere and you see someone that you're not expecting, you're going to get out of the way really fast. So One of the scariest things I've ever heard, and you guys may have heard this story too, is the story of the squatter who was in somebody's um, attic and they thought they had a, they thought their home was haunted. And they kept hearing noises, like, like footsteps and things in the attic. Well, lo and behold, they went to investigate. Somebody had been living in their attic for three months. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How do you, how do you keep that a secret? I don't understand. Like, a, a lot of desperation, probably. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, that was an interesting story. I, 
I found, I mean, even though this one is like the hardest one to kind of get into as far as like being a skeptic, but the idea of like having some kind of doppelganger ghost going and harassing your cousins is so crazy. Like if you told me that as a young kid, like if I was 12 and another 12 year old told me that I would just believe it. And I would think that there was this other version of me out there living a life. For sure. Yeah. Scary. Very scary. Very scary. So did it move the needle for you, Noah? I think I'm pretty much where I have been uh, from that one. I mean, they were really fun stories. It was kind of cool uh, since we're on Zoom, getting to see the mantle and like the actual home and area of one of the hauntings. That was kind of new for us. So that was fun. But no, I mean, it, it was a fun story. It was creepy. Uh, the school haunting is is super creepy with this guy in a trench coat and a cowboy hat, whether it was a ghost or a real person. That's pretty messed up but no I'm, I'm probably in the same what about you all yeah I I guess there's always a flag for me when I like am viscerally reacting and I'm like so uncomfortable right now and maybe that's the long day or my posture or I'm hot but the whole episode I felt on edge and I literally keep checking behind my shoulders and I just did and I got scared because I saw my hair and my peripheral like I'm I don't know. I wish Amanda could just beam into this episode and tell us if there's like anything. Ah, she's probably like sitting in my lap, you know? Like that's how it feels. Not Amanda, but you know, the, <laughs> the entity. The spirit. And audience, if you're wondering who Amanda is, because I know um, a lot of our audience will just kind of skip around on episodes. Amanda is the guest from the failed exorcisms episode. So make sure you go and check that out as she saw a ghost in Kat and JJ's townhome. What about you, JJ? Are you feeling the same or different? Or I feel about the same, but I am like, I'm, I am really spooked by that whispering noise. I mean, it was, it was weird. I, like, I mean, both of us definitely heard it. We both reacted to it, and you know, like, it sounded like the noise that had come through on the recordings previously. But like I said before, I had never actually heard it outside of the recording so that makes me question if it's just like a mic feedback thing or or what i don't i don't know and i will say i think we're kind of getting a glimpse of how people move from not really being sure if ghosts are real and 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 that not saying that we will do this or or jj and cat will do this but you can kind of see how people go from kind of being on the fence to jumping in and saying this is something it's a ghost i'm hit you know what i mean because we've we've had all these stories and then these things happen in the recordings and now you're saying you hear something now yeah. i don't believe jj will probably ever say that ghosts are real but it is very interesting it's just not even a a, a co-host of the podcast but just as a spectator of kind of seeing jj go through his metamorphosis of of where he is in the supernatural to now hear both of you say you heard something in your townhome i mean it's pretty spooky and crazy to see whatever it was it wants to hook up <laughs> and then we'll finally get that sex with the ghost episode no i don't want it but jj can have it my whole pack. Am I doing a great job of yes anding you guys? <laughs> and with that, I'm Noah Daniels. <laughs> Wait, are we doing the after now? I'm sorry, guys. I really love these stories. I get so spooked. I know. You're, you're <laughs> being grumpy. I'm so, I love you guys. And I can't wait to learn more about ghosts. Wait, let's try that outro again. I was not ready for it. And with that, I'm Noah Daniels. I'm JJ. And I'm Kat. What's up, everyone? I'm Noah Daniels. I'm JJ. And I'm Kat. And today we have a special announcement for all of our awesome fans. I don't know if you guys knew this. JJ, you definitely didn't know this. I did not know it. But Real Hunting's podcast got 100,000 downloads. And now that I know it, I'm really excited for us. And to celebrate getting 100,000 downloads, we're throwing a special Halloween party on October the 24th at 9 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash Real Hauntings. Oh, oh, it's Ooh, it's gonna be spooktacular. We might even bring on some people from our past episodes, like Devin. 
And maybe people from our past lives, like in my past life, I think I was Napoleon. Dynamite? Yes. <laughs> We're also going to have special guest hosts to help us out for the night with Kelsey Davies. You guys remember Kelsey. She has the haunted doll and like a million followers on TikTok. And Mackie Albertson, who also has a haunted doll and like a million followers on TikTok. Oh, yeah. Those girls are going to rock this mm -hmm. Halloween party with us. JJ, what are you going to dress up as? Uh, maybe Data uh, from Star Trek. What about you, Noah? I'm going to go as... Jack Skellington, but like Jack Skellington if he was going to the real hauntings party. Oh, interesting. What about you, Kat? Guys, I don't even know yet. It's going to be a surprise. Well, I'll tell you what's not going to be a surprise. We're also having on the podcast the Ghosty Girls. You guys remember them. They have their own ghost podcast and have been so kind to our show, so we definitely wanted to invite them on. We're going to have Nick DeGroot. Amanda's also joining us on the live stream. You guys remember Amanda, right? Do we? We think about her all the time because she told us we live with an old spirit lady. Maybe she can let us know if our ghost also shows up to the party. Ooh! And Real Haunters, you remember her. She was the one who had several failed exorcisms as a child. And like Kat and JJ said, she actually saw a ghost in their home. And now this ghost is appearing on our podcast episodes. This is your opportunity to come on to the Real Hauntings podcast. On our live stream, we will be inviting fans to come on and join us periodically throughout the event. You'll be able to play games, hang out, and party with hopefully your favorite Supernatural Ghost podcast. So yeah, guys, make sure you join us at twitch.tv slash realhauntings. Again, that's twitch.tv slash realhauntings. October 24th at... 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ooh. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.